and welcome back again to When the Dust Settles. It's been a minute. I'm sorry about that. Last week, the last podcast, it didn't air. I'm really sorry. I feel really crap about it. But I got so busy. Everything's just got really busy and I just didn't have time to do it. Um, Something had to be dropped and I'm afraid it was the podcast last week. But we're back today talking about making practical things pretty. It was what you wanted when I put a post out on the Facebook group saying, what would you like me to talk about? And this is what came back. So this is what we're going to talk about. There's a lot of things in our houses that we use every day that get overlooked because we use them every day and because they need to be practical and user-friendly. But just because that is the case, it doesn't mean they can't be attractive and it doesn't mean that there's not multiple ways, as with everything, to skin a fish skin a cat, whatever that saying is. Um, So today we're going to dive in and we're going to have a look at things like alternatives for splashbacks, uh, dish drainers, how to keep a hallway nice, what options you have there to stop all those those scuffs, uh, things like light switches, organising, all sorts. So I'm just going to jump right in and um, start. So first off, I think we have to tackle organizing obviously it's very practical to be organized and I think a lot of us get stuck in our own ways very much so with the storage that we have in places like kitchens drawers end up getting used for you know you have the general all-purpose crap drawer that no one ever wants to open because it doesn't actually open because stuff gets stuck in it and then you can't close it again and even though you've got soft close it doesn't close because there's something that's fallen down the back because there's just too much in this heaving drawer or you've got another drawer full of I don't know maybe kitchen gadgets and stuff that you never actually use and you realize or maybe you don't realize that's kind of the whole point that it's in your prime kitchen real estate area and let's face it yeah okay this stuff's hidden behind doors but when you open a door and your cupboard looks like a load of crap and stuff comes dropping out on your head or spilling out onto the floor it's just pretty miserable and pretty depressing and it definitely does not look pretty um my face is definitely not a pretty sight when that happens to me in a hurry I can tell you that so think about making the insides of your cupboards pretty (laughs) I know it's something like I said it's behind a door but you open that door a lot you use the space a lot and the better it can work for you the more enjoyable it can be so take a little stock of your kitchen and think about where you do things and try and house things close to where you do them for example wherever your coffee machine is you're going to want your cups you're going to want your coffee um I don't know any syrups maybe tea bags teaspoons things like that Get that all in a similar place. You know, get your pots and pans and your chopping boards where you chop up and you cook. Get your dishes and plates and cups close to the dishwasher so that when you unload that dishwasher and you put them away, they are nearby. And then have a really good clear out. You don't want packed cupboards. Doesn't look attractive. It also just means that a load of stuff gets either hidden behind other stuff and just goes out of date and then you have to chuck it away. Or you just forget what you even have. And whatever's behind these huge mounds of stuff just gets forgotten and not used, which is a shame. 
gather things together, get boxes, get jars, get trays are really good to sort of group things together on and get things that are the same size or the same color or have the same purpose and just make sure they're all in the same place and you'll start to get a lot of satisfaction out of opening those drawers and opening those cupboards, um, visual satisfaction as well as the practical satisfaction, of course. So that's my first sort of thing to think about and thing to set you guys off with. You can do it over the next couple of weeks. Put a little bit of time into it. Open each cupboard, I don't know, one a week and think, does this look attractive? If the answer is no, what can I do about it? Can I get a basket to put all these odds and sods in that kind of go together but fall out all over the place? Can I arrange these glasses like nicely as if they were, I don't know, like I always think of like think about hotels and shops and how they display things and then try and take a bit of that into your own home because that's going to make everything look instantly more attractive. So that's where you can get a bit of inspiration from as well. You're going to thank me later for that one. I know it, especially having a bit of a clear out before Christmas and before the end of the year. That's just like soul soothing I think we all appreciate a bit of that so that's making the things pretty that you can't really see some of you might say that's goddamn pointless hence why I'm going to move on to my next point which is splashbacks splashbacks are a bit of a contentious issue every builder will say that you need a splashback but as a general rule I wouldn't take that much design advice from builders I mean there are some great ones granted granted there's always the exception but in general you want to make your own decisions and try not to be put off when a builder raises their eyebrow and looks at you as if you're a crazy loon a lot of people are putting wallpaper in their downstairs bathrooms small bathrooms and things like that at the minute and they're having a bit of a conundrum when it comes to what to do for the splashback and i have a solution for you you can get the brilliant this brilliant either glass or um, acrylic that's clear and you can and you can barely notice it and you can put it on with either black screws gold screws something that looks attractive quite small something that's similar color to your wallpaper essentially that's going to just blend right in and disappear and that is going to protect your wallpaper but it will look like your wallpaper is just throughout and never ending and you don't have to try and stick tiles there somewhere or freak out and worry about water on the wallpaper running in after your guests like with a with a hand towel or something or telling them to use a different 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 sink and then when it comes to kitchens and this I guess this is a bit money saving as well really because generally in bathrooms and kitchens the bathroom grade paint nowadays is really good the the satins are really good and everything wipes off them literally everything wipes off them you you can wipe it down after cooking and actually it's better than tiles because tiles often like why is it when you're cooking and it's only when you're cooking something like beetroot or with turmeric or something it'll flick up and it will flick right onto the grout not on the tile right there in the middle of the grout and and then also what generally happens is you don't notice it at the time either and so you notice it a week later and it's goddamn sunk in and there's shit all you can do about it. And yes, you can get a grout pen, but it often comes back through. And it's incredibly frustrating, especially if you've got very pale tiles. So think about paint. 
Um, you can have a small marble upstand or stone upstand to match whatever your surface is to just finish that kind of edging at the back off nicely and then and then just paint and you can paint behind taps you can paint behind bath taps obviously you don't want to paint in a shower there are other options other than tiles in showers but paint isn't really one of them we haven't got that far yet maybe one day but definitely with backsplashes think about like I say just paint or if you want to do your wallpaper get a nice clear bit of perspex or even if you don't trust me about the paint <laughs> do the perspex on the paint and then you don't have to have the tiles um they, there you go. Actually, another idea for backsplashes in kitchens or even in, in bathrooms, actually, is just go full on with the mirror. Either go full on with the mirror in um, your bathroom, take it right down to the sink, or, uh, and, and that by that I mean like get a cut piece of mirror, not, not like a framed mirror. Um, that would look weird. Uh, or if it's in your kitchen, for example, um, you can put like an aged mirror. I've got aged, uh, not aged actually, I've got bronze coloured mirror underneath my island, underneath my island mm. unit in my kitchen, just to stop it sort of looking too much of a block. It almost makes the island look like it's floating a little bit because you see the, the rest of the room, but it's kind of dimmed. Um, so you could do something like that, or you can get a lot of antique antiquified mirror as well. It gives a bit of texture. It's quite nice. And obviously nothing's going to stick to or stain that. So that's quite a winner. The other thing that is generally quite ugly, and a lot of this stuff's in the kitchen, I must admit, because let's face it, there's a lot of stuff you need in the kitchen. So in the kitchen, again, are dish drainers. I have a real love-hate relationship with dish drainers. I don't wash up that much. I tend to put absolutely everything I can possibly jam into the dishwasher, whether it can go in there or not. I often just throw caution to the wind and do an experiment, even if it has a sticker on it saying, don't put it in the dishwasher, which also nine times out of 10, you're, you're probably fine. Um, <laughs> don't, don't take my word on that though. Don't ruin anything. Um, Nothing with gold, much like the microwave. But dish drainers, you need them. I tried to live life without one for a little while. And um, if you've got a stone top, you're constantly worried about putting glass down on it and sort of having that bang breakage moment. And obviously it's not nice to have a load of water sitting on the surface because however much you flick the water off, it does tend to down hence I suppose the reason for a dish drainer but I found quite a good one that I like I, I went on a hunt for something a bit more attractive I found one at Truvia that's a sort of half circle pink it's like a rubber rubber mat looks a bit like rainbow in shape and then it's got a gold curved rack a bit like a toast rack but there's loads of lovely gold wire dish racks you can get at the minute. And also the other idea, if you really don't like them, is get your get your work surface. Obviously not if it's a wood one, you don't want to do this. But if it's a stone one, get it grooved. And then hopefully you don't have a heavy-handed husband like I do. And you don't have the fear of the noise of glass on stone like I do and then you can just put things directly onto the stone and you don't have to have anything ugly on there 
but like I say, you can get more attractive ones that are gold. I've seen a really nice gold one at in Graham and Green actually recently. They've got a really attractive one. You can get really attractive wood ones as well. Um, but I think have a have a search. Do you know what? Actually, a really good general bit of advice is whatever you see in your home that's unattractive, just put it into Google and say like designer or attractive or designed um and then put it in so like attractive dish rack designer dish rack things like that like a designer dish rack is never going to be hopefully never going to be out of your budget because it's only a small item for example but try that and see what comes up because then even if it is something really pricey that comes up if you like the look of it then you can search by the look i.e oh they did gold dish racks i never knew they did gold dish racks so i'll google for gold dish racks and then you'll probably find a load so that's just actually like across the board do it with dustpan and brushes like you can find really attractive dustpans and brushes it's really hard to say you can find really attractive brooms as well that just look good just sitting there like really nice like scandy brooms with black bristles that are just they just look attractive so many things you can find attractive versions of by putting those two words together and I would very much very much advise it the other thing that's sort of a practical space I suppose if you will but that often ends up being very beaten up is the hallway people don't people forget about the hallway a lot it's a great space to go a little bit wild to use a different color in to use a wallpaper in remember wallpaper always opens up a space so if your hallway is small it's going to open up that space for you but it does get a lot of wear and tear, a lot of scuffs, a lot of movement, a lot of stuff being carried through there. So good idea is to keep your hallway looking lovely and beautiful and neat. But to think about dado rails and panelling on the bottom, even though it's just a small bit of wood sticking out, it does somehow stop scuffing on the flatter bits further back because it just you just don't get as close to it things tend to scuff on the bits sticking out rather than the flat bits and those bits are easier to touch up another option is polished plaster polished plaster is a lovely option in hallways it gives such a beautiful finish it's never going to scuff it's so hard wearing it is pricey but you're not going to have to do much to that hallway for a long time and you're going to basically want to live in it because you can just stare at your walls all the time, especially if you put a couple of nice sconces or wall lights to sort of highlight. Stunning. And and the other thing is you can think about tongue and groove. Tongue and groove with a really good, slightly sheened paint will really stand the test of time. It'll be a really easy wipe down. It's a great option. Something else that obviously we all have to have in our homes, well, we don't have to have them, we probably want to have them, is light switches. I know a lot of people are going towards fancy light switches these days, which is great because there's loads of options. Again, there's some really good acrylic options, some clear ones for if you're doing wallpaper. Corston Architecture has some really nice ones. Obviously, you can get nice gold and black ones from places like Dowsing and Reynolds. It does get expensive if you're doing everywhere in your house with these and I would suggest maybe pick certain rooms 
to 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 have them in and then do something a little bit cheaper elsewhere otherwise your your light switch budget is going to run into the thousands and there's probably other things that you would like to spend thousands of pounds on rather than light switches maybe not but may probably but an idea if you want to get if you just want to have to not think about them much get something vaguely nice like i'm not suggesting you go down the road and get the little white click-clack things from the local hardware store. But B&Q do some really quite attractive options these days. Even Screwfix, you'll be surprised probably to hear. they you, you can find some all right things on there. And what you do is you put them at 90 centimetres off the floor. You don't put them up high where builders generally love to put them and just everyone really sort of has them. 90 centimetres off the floor means that A, they're out of your eye line, so you don't really notice them as much. Also, as much as you can in, like, nice rooms where you don't want to see, um, you don't want them to interrupt, let's say, panelling or picture hanging or, um, or wallpaper, you can keep them on the outside of the rooms. You don't have to have them on the inside of the rooms. But, yeah, at, at, at a lower level, A, they're kind of easier to turn on because you don't have to lift your arm up. You just sort of put your arm to the side, which is pretty convenient. And B, they make the room look prettier because you don't really notice them. Um, and don't forget, if you are redoing your electrics, you can you can put your light switches pretty much wherever you want. So don't focus your decorating around the light switches do it the other way around and if you're going to see them and if they're going to be up high opt for something attractive you can get some lovely ones off etsy actually as well some lovely sort of french ceramic light switches and stuff have a little search on vintage light switches and you might find some really really nice things actually similarly light fittings light small light roses so not like roses big ceiling roses but light roses, so that bit that the wire comes down from, you can get some really pretty china versions of those. I've actually got one in Sylvie's room for her light. So I've I bought everything separately. I bought a china rose fitting, and that was... I think I did look at them on Etsy. I can't remember where I got it from in the end. I'll try and put it in the notes. Um, I'll look it up. But you can find them. If you just search ceramic um, lighting rose, it'll come up. And then I got some separate um, um, fabric-covered wiring. And you can get wiring for lights in all sorts of different colours. So again, if you have a situation where you want to add more plug sockets or more lights and you don't want to chase into your walls to do that and hide the wires, maybe something's listed so you don't have the option or maybe you, you just don't want to make the mess or put it on your budget... You can get really attractive electrical wiring, uh, fabric-covered wiring in all sorts of colours. You can get it stripey, you can get it in some patterns. So I got this sort of pale, peachy, peachy rose wire, and I had a lovely, I've got a lovely ceramic ceiling light light fitting for it. And then I've just got an IKEA um, sort of rattan shade and all those three things together look absolutely lovely and I think a lot of people you know you maybe buy light fittings you you can always change the wire or the or the rose you can always mix and match you don't even really need an electrician to do that it's not that hard look it up on YouTube 
I promise you, you'll be surprised at how easy it is. Just make sure you turn all the electric off and then, and then, uh, and then give it a go. The worst that's going to happen is it's not going to work and then maybe call an electrician in. But I think, I think you'll most definitely realize you can do it yourself. So yeah, I guess, um, light fittings and wires and stuff can be pretty practical and pretty boring and that's a really nice way to change things up a little bit other practical things are things like the the stuff you use every day but then you know you can't necessarily buy them attractive if that makes sense like toothpaste let's say um unless you're going to buy that new one from kylie what's the face it's called moon that's quite attractive i saw that packaging in boots the other day i was tempted but they're most of the price tag. So most of us don't have very attractive toothpaste. And I would probably suggest you keep it in a drawer. But if you are going to keep it out, again, back to the organising. If you gather the things together, like little groups of things together that you either use together or just go together and almost display it in something. So whether that's a, like a lovely pen tray you can use for your toothbrush and toothpaste on your sink that just sort of gives it a home and makes it look like it's considered and just more attractive it'll feel generally more luxurious basically it's weird but it does you put things on even like a mirrored coaster or a little ceramic bowl any of these things for bathroom items or you gather them together and put them on a little small tray they're just going to look really sweet and inviting really rather than just sort of floating around much like the rugs much like the rugs much like furniture likes to be grounded by a rug things like to be grounded by something as well so whether that's like I say a coaster tray a small uh, little plate or bowl something like that Um, again with your washing up stuff even your washing by your sink you may have your washing up liquid and don't forget we can always put these ugly things in different bottles as well if the washing up liquid you like comes in like a really ugly bottle then there's no rule that says you can't find some really attractive bottle and decant it there's loads of nice uh what do you you call them pumpy like a pump bottle you can do that for the stuff in your shower as well if you've got a really minimal shower buy some really nice minimal like glass bottles or something and just decant your things into there your shampoo and your conditioner and wash and all that sort of stuff it'll look much prettier much neater as well but yeah so your washing up liquid like your hand wash maybe now like I don't know about you guys but we've started to try and use these reusable straws I actually hate them but my daughter likes straws and I feel too guilty to use the plastic ones so you will find me often at the sink attempting to clean reusable straws which is is not the most fun thing in the world so now I've got two like little pipe cleaner straw cleaners that they have to be up by the sink as well so we generally gather loads of gubbins that you know depending on what we use and what we need and you put them on like a little tray. My favourite at the moment is like a wooden chopping board with little legs. You can find them around. I actually saw a couple in um, B&M even the other day. You can find vintage ones as well that are really nice. Um, or you could get a local a local carpenter or something to just knock one up for you. It probably wouldn't, it wouldn't cost them that much. 
pop those things on there. It just gives them a home and it looks nice. And you can keep them all in one place. And plus, if you do have something like a marble surface, then it's going to protect that as well, if anything dribbles down the sides. Now, I'm sure we also all know about storage baskets by now. I don't think there's probably a person in the world that doesn't think, oh my God, I've got a load of crap to chuck somewhere. I'm going to get a wicker basket. And But if if you haven't come across this yet, then game changer, mind blown. Um, why didn't we think about this earlier? That's what I don't understand. But anyway, wicker baskets, excellent for keeping things in. And I would like to go one step further and suggest also wicker baskets with lids. Wicker baskets with lids, big ones, especially for the hallway, for shoes, for the blankets. Yeah, sometimes the blankets look nice in a sitting room, piled up and folded. If if you've got time to do that, if you're neat enough to do that, I often am not neat enough to do that. I'd like to be that person, but... I think, sadly, I've got to a point in life where I have to admit that I'm not. Um, So having wicker baskets with lids on is great. And that's wicker wicker lids. Not, you know, I don't know. I don't know what other lids you might find, but wicker lids on baskets. Nice, big, sort of square ones. But then also, if you go for a big wicker basket, then and you don't fill it completely, then you don't really see what's, what's in it. I've got really slim wicker baskets in my hallway underneath my console table like hallway table for shoes they're only about 40 centimeters deep but they're they're about meter wide each and they are great for chucking stuff in something else that looks quite nice is bags on the back of doors again to hide stuff in or to use as a general like go-to place or even on coat hooks a bag where you can sort of put things an attractive bag you know like a like um a rat not rattan but back to wicker i suppose um like a seagrass bag or something like the kind of bags that you would take on a picnic something like that they look really nice hanging up with things in to to be used sort of practically and i think that's i think that's all i can think of off the top of my head now if i think of more I will add it on the Facebook group or maybe I'll do a follow-up. If anyone else has anything that they've uncovered, come across, that they think is just a wonderful item or idea to make something super, super practical, be really pretty, then I'd love it if you got in touch or commented somewhere so that we can share that with everyone else. Because I think I think it's just it's just a nice nice thing to do, isn't it? To to make your day-to-day attractive. I know that I like that. I think also because I've mentioned quite a lot of things in this podcast and I'm aware that obviously podcasts, you have to sort of try your best to paint a picture with words. I can't hold something up and show it to you. So I'm going to make a little PDF to go with this one. And anyone that wants it, it will have some links to what I've been talking about and some examples. I'm going to pop it on the website for download. So head on over there, louvetusufinlay.com at the website. I'll put a couple of links up everywhere so you'll find it easily enough. I'll put a link up in the show notes and you can download that to get some like precise links and some images just in case you've been finding it hard to visualize what I've been banging on about for 25 minutes. And again, I am very sorry, guys, that I missed last week. I missed you all and I missed talking to you all. And I will not be missing another one. Um, And in the meantime, as normal, 
We really appreciate, I really appreciate any ratings, any lovely five-star ratings that you can give us on this podcast. It helps us keep going. It helps us to be found by other people. If you've listened to this and you think that it could help anyone else or you know someone that would love to hear it, please give it a share, tag us. We love, love, love to see people's comments and thoughts on what we're saying and also your opinions as well. We've got the Facebook group, don't forget, Ain't Nobody Like a Homebody. That is broaching a thousand members now. I cannot believe it. I did not start it that long ago, but it's lovely. There's a lovely set of people there. So if you're doing renovating at the minute or thinking about changing up one of your rooms, join there, get involved in the chat. And also you can find us on Studio LFF on Instagram. If you have anything else that you would love me to talk about or you have queries about, send in those questions. I've actually, I have got, I've been sitting on a, a, a little group of questions that I'm going to put together for a podcast very, very soon, maybe even the next one. So if you do have a question, please put it forward and we can include it on that as well in hopefully the next one. And um, other than that, have a wonderful weekend. I hope everyone's gearing up for my literal favorite, favorite time of the year, which is all things cold and dark and festive starting obviously with Halloween I've done a bit too good a job at getting my little girl excited about Halloween and she's been asking me for the past week every single day when it gets dark whether it's Halloween time um, she'll only wear clothes that are Halloween centric at the moment so maybe I've done a bit too good a job but either way I hope you guys are all getting ready for the lovely lovely season that's coming up and have a great weekend I will be back soon bye